Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up? It's Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, let's talk about it never gets easier. No, friends, unfortunately, it never gets easier. There's good news, though, so stay tuned. The bad news is the thing that you're trying to do doesn't get easier. As we're talking about skill acquisition, learning a new task, it never gets easier. The process doesn't change, really. The thing you're trying to achieve doesn't get easier. Now, to be clear, I'm not talking about in terms of uh, grief or trauma or things like that. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. But as it relates to skill acquisition and learning new things, it doesn't get easier. But the good news is you get better if, if you get proper feedback and coaching and you're following the right information and you have the right mentors or you're working for a framework uh, from a framework or you have some other things to help you along the path. Maybe you have what my friend Stu McLaren calls a success path. You have something to look at. You have something to follow. So sometimes it feels like things get easier, but it's not the case because the task itself is still a difficult task. If you think about, I mean, doing this medium right here, doing a podcast or doing a Facebook Live or giving a speech, right? There's been studies time and time again about the thing that people are the most afraid of, even more afraid of than dying, is public speaking. And I would imagine doing things like Facebook Lives and podcasts are probably somewhere close to that, although it's not quite the same as standing on a stage and looking eyeball to eyeball with thousands of people. So that that can be terrifying. That can be paralyzing. That can just be tough. But the first time you do it, you'll have all those emotions. But if you get good coaching, if you get good feedback, if you do your own critical feedback, if you get a recording and you watch it and you say, okay, that was all right, but I could work on this and this and this, and then you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you get some repetitions, and each time you analyze what you did and you just make one little thing, one little tweak, it can eventually get better. It will feel easier. That's why you'll hear some people say things like, I didn't really prepare a lot for that speech. I just went out there and decided to wing it. Now, I know for a lot of people you hear that and you're like, oh my God, nobody should ever wing it, man. That, that means I don't care. But the reality is, if there's somebody that's been working on something their entire life, they're a subject matter expert in something and they've spoken about it hundreds of times, if not thousands of times, and maybe they've done it thousands of times on stages and they've had Q&As and they've gone back and forth on panel conversations with people and whatever, like there's really not a lot they have to do at that point to prepare. They know the information. They, maybe they need to figure out who the audience is so they can tailor the conversation a little bit. But beyond that, they're not doing a ton of preparation, right? So they could, quote, wing it. So then you see people that are like, well, if that guy can wing it, then I'm going to wing it, right? But like, if you haven't done the reps or you haven't had the experience, then it's a little harder for you to wing it. You need to spend some time doing the preparation. So, But the, the task of doing that is not different from 
when they're doing it or you're doing it, the task is the same. Getting on the stage and talking to people about a subject that you're an expert in or have some expertise in, that, that's all the same task. That task, that thing never gets easier. But if you get the right repetitions, you get better. And it just seems like it gets easier. So I know in a lot of cases, people try something or they do it one time. They do a podcast one time or a Facebook Live one time or a TikTok one time. And they're like, oh my God, that was awful. <laughs> and the reality is it probably was. But don't quit there, right? That's where a lot of people quit. I'm like, well, that's hard. I can't do that. Well, yeah, you can't do it yet. You presently struggle with there might be some things you want to work on or fix, but then try it again, try it again, try it again, try it again, try it again. And again, with the proper coaching, and if you want to get better, you get better. And the thing feels like it gets easier. You know, I'll give you another example in uh, strength training, lifting weights, resistance training. You know, if you wanted to bench press 300 pounds and you can't bench 100 pounds right now, then you go through a progression over time of adding more weight and more reps and getting the proper rest and nutrition in between your sessions. And maybe you start lifting a hundred and you do that you know, for a week or two. And then, and look, I, I'm just making this up, but this is probably not a great progression. Don't lean on me for how to increase your bench press uh, strength. But essentially what you do is, you know, a week or two later, you'll add 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever, 25 pounds, maybe you'll add 50 pounds. And maybe you'll do fewer reps, fewer repetitions. Maybe you do fewer sets. Maybe you do more sets. I don't know. But eventually what starts to happen is your muscles get stronger. And then you can lift 150 pounds. And then you can lift 200 pounds. And then you can lift 225. And then 250. And then 275. And then eventually 300. That 300 pounds never got lighter. It didn't get any lighter. Right? You just went through the progression of getting stronger. So lifting 300 pounds for bench press feels easier for you, all right? So I want you to think about this in two contexts. One, pretty much any task like that, you can learn to get better. You can get practice. You can get good coaching. You can pay for consulting. You can go to conferences. You can read books. You can take courses. You can be in memberships, whatever. You can be around people that are already doing what you want to do and have achieve the level that you want to achieve and just learn from them, follow them, pay attention to what they're doing, get good feedback from them. Unfortunately, what a lot of people do, and I did a whole podcast episode on this, I'll put it in the show notes for you. Unfortunately, what a lot of people do is they ask blind people to proofread their vision. They ask blind people to proofread their vision. What they do is if they're trying to get better at public speaking, they go ask like their friends or something who are not good at public speaking. If they want to be better with their finances, like don't ask somebody in your family that's has a million dollars in gambling debt, right? That doesn't sound like that would make a lot of sense to ask somebody for advice there. But that's unfortunately what a lot of people do because they just don't know better. They don't think about it. So if you want to get better at something, get good feedback, get good advice. Don't ask blind people to proofread your vision and you'll get better at it, right? And then the thing that you're trying to do will seem to get easier. On the other side of it though, I want you to also celebrate the fact that you have made the progression so a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, uh, creators, people that are speakers, trainers, coaches, consultants, things like that, like we're putting ourselves out there. We are creating new art. We are putting a lot of 
stuff out there that leaves us, frankly, vulnerable, right? We're putting our ideas, our concepts, we're taking a risk, we're taking a chance. And maybe no one will listen to it. Maybe someone will put nasty notes in the comments on our YouTube channel or on your podcast or whatever. Like, it's going to happen. Haters are required, which is another episode I did. I'll reference that in the show notes for you. But, like, the haters are going to come. But I think you should also celebrate the fact that you have gotten to the point where you can do a podcast episode. You can do Facebook Lives without much preparation now. You can write some blog posts without thinking about it. You can write a chapter of a book by just kind of running it through your mind a little bit and then sitting down and actually cranking it out. Like whatever that is for you. Maybe it's lifting 300 pounds of bench press. Like celebrate it. Celebrate the fact that you got there. But what most people do is they compare themselves to other folks. So you get to the point where you couldn't lift 100 pounds. Now you can bench press 300 pounds and you're like, yeah, but I've seen these guys on TV. They like and bench press a car or something. I can't do that. Or uh, I see these people doing... Um, public speaking engagements, conferences and keynotes, and they're getting paid like $60,000 for a keynote. Like I'm getting like a thousand. I suck, <laughs> right? No, celebrate the fact that you got to where you got to. The people that you're looking at have spent probably their lifetime or at least significantly more time than probably you have working on that skill, working on that task, doing that thing, getting the reps, getting the experience, right? There's that famous idea of, you know, got to get 10,000 reps at something, which has been disputed, but the, the idea is you got to do something and practice it and do it a few times, and then it will feel like it gets easier. But you can't quit the, when it first gets hard. You can't quit the first time. You have to put some effort in it, and you can't just continue to do repetitions, right? It, this whole idea of like practice makes perfect is not true. Because if you're practicing bad things, if you're practicing bad technique, then it's not going to be perfect. You have to get some feedback during that practice. So good practice, analyzed practice, coached practice will make perfect. So make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're getting the reps, making sure you're getting good feedback. You're paying attention to good people, mentors, reading good books, whatever. And then as you move along, celebrate the progress. Because I know a lot of times it's easy for us to blow past the idea of like, wow, I just spoke on a stage in front of 500 people for two hours with interviewing a guy who's like one of the smartest dudes in the entire world. <laughs> and yes, I'm talking about myself, but not the smartest guy in the entire world. Actually, I had to uh, interview Seth Godin one time. Well, I got the honor and pleasure of interviewing Seth Godin one time on stage for like two hours in front of about 500 people. Uh, and I did a podcast episode about how that happened. If you want to hear that, I'll put that in the show notes for you. But like when that was over, I had to celebrate. Like that's the first time I ever did something like that. And while it didn't go as perfectly as I wanted it to, I thought it went actually pretty good, pretty well. Uh, and, you know, since then, I've done other things and spoken in front of like 1,000 people and 2,000 people and 5,000 people. But, like, I remember the first time somebody put a microphone in my hand years and years and years ago. It was probably 1993, maybe. This was, like, out of high school and college. Like, it was a business setting, and somebody, like, on the fly called me to the front of a room in front of like a hundred people. And it was so traumatic that I like, I think my pulse is going up. My blood pressure, my respirations are probably going up right now. Just talking about it. Cause I remember the tunnel vision that I had and the dry mouth and the fact that like, I had no idea what I was doing and I probably didn't make any sense. Whatever I said into that microphone. But the good news was it was a good audience, a good constructive audience of people who clapped for me pleasantly. 
and I went and sat back down and someone's like, man, that was great. Brave of you to get up there or way to go or way to, you know, not back down. I don't remember a lot of people saying like, that was the most eloquent thing I ever heard, but right. They were being supportive. They were celebrating the fact that I did it. And so think about that too, when you're doing this stuff, that's why I have something called the digital marketing mentorship group with Dave Gambrell. There's people that want to be an entrepreneur. They want to be a solopreneur. They want to be a speaker, trainer, coach, consultant. They want to monetize their message online. I created that Facebook group to help people primarily to help them with the skill set piece of it and understand what the different tools are in that place. But honestly, what it really does is helps a lot of people with their mindset because we have a community of people that are all trying to do the same thing. And if you think about it, if you're trying to do something that like nobody else in your peer group is doing, nobody else in your family is doing, and then you start doing it, they're all look at you like a weirdo. Right? Like you're an alien or something. And then when you, you can't ask them for advice because they're like, well, you're a weirdo, so no, I can't help you. Or if you do ask them for advice, like it's not useful because they're not trying to do that thing. So again, you got to get around a people, a group of people that are doing the same thing that will support you, you know, that you can collaborate with, stuff like that. Right? Power of association is real. So to recap, it never gets easier. The task never gets easier, but with good practice, good repetition, good feedback, good coaching, good mentoring, you can get better at that task. You can get better at that skill, what makes, which makes it much easier for you to unleash your awesome on the world. See you. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag Unleash Awesome.